Special edition of Trade Deadline. Have a listen. Yes. Monday edition. Yes, it's very interesting. Very interesting. Yes. Uh, Music intro is uh, Hit the Road, Jack Ray Charles. Yeah, apparently uh, Bergevin thinks uh, nobody's name. He took it literally, Hit the Road, Jack. So nobody's named Jack, so he tried not to trade too many players. That's what it seems like. Yeah. Okay, so today we're talking about uh, the youth movement in Montreal. Yes. Trades, trades, and more trades. Trades, trades, um, trades. Someone's getting punched in the face. Hell yeah. And uh, all the usual shenanigans. So uh, stick around. Anyway, what's happened since we've been gone? Uh, Ronda Rousey officially signed her WWE contract. She looked... That whole bit was just awkward. <laughs> just very awkward. She's, her microphone skills are not on point yet. She's terrible at her whole acting and hyping the whole scene up. Like, you just got a contract to go to the re- go to WrestleMania, and you're kind of just like, yeah, I just want to be treated the same as anyone else. <laughs> yeah. Like, hype it up a bit. <laughs> I know, right? Like, like, I mean, you put him through a... You put Triple H through a, uh, yeah, she a did, table. Yeah. That was exciting. But that's that's the more physical aspect. You got to have the, the mic skills as it's well. It's going to come over time, I guess. I'm surprised they haven't worked with her. Get her like an acting coach or something. Sir, <laughs> they, need to, they need to do something there. Yeah, they do. And then uh, staying on wrestling, there was hints of Brock Lesnar returning to the octagon. What yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever, dude. The guy tested positive. Like, does nobody care about that stuff? Like, so did so did John Jones, and he. But yeah. Anyways, uh, I don't know. Brock Lesnar is Brock Lesnar. It's whatever. The guy's a failure at life. In I my think. Opinion. I think this is a cry for help for the UFC. They're dying for somebody who can a big name for a big draw, right? And Conor McGregor seems Gone. like he wants too much money to come back. It seems like Brock Lesnar put up some decent numbers. Can he I mean he, he's still going to be a half decent draw cuz you're going to bring in the wrestling fans too. So that's what I think that 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 this is. This is a cry. This is a for cry for not cry for help, but they need a big draw here. Yeah. Olympic gold medal game. OAR takes home the cake. Yeah, I didn't, didn't watch. watch. No, didn't I didn't watch, watch but the I game. did. Uh, it was a tough game. I uh, hats off to the Germans. I thought that they they hung in there. They played pretty well. Uh, I didn't like the call in overtime to, to give the Russians a power play. Mm-hmm. But it is what it is. I mean, the Russians are probably deserved to win. They were the better team. But uh, hats off to Germany for hanging around. Uh, yeah, it sucks for the Canadian women and Canadian men. No one won gold. Yeah, it sucks. Uh, the women, <clears throat> I think it was more heartbreaking. They were more... Ex- they know. were the favorites. Mm, I, the U.S. team, I think, was better than them, though. They outplayed them. But, uh, yeah, we thought that that was our best chance at it. The Canadian men, give them their props. I mean, yeah, they, for what they had. I didn't expect them I, to Yeah, well. I thought, you know, at least they got Still, the bronze. Yeah, so they got the bronze. Yeah, congratulations to that. 
Uh, Jocelyn LaRock, uh, she removes her silver, uh, silver medal during the ceremony and then apo- apologizes after. How do you feel about that? Everybody gets all like heated, like, oh, you should wear it with pride, blah, blah, blah. Listen, competitors are, they want to win. So growing up, you were taught as a competitor that second isn't good. It's not good enough. Exactly. So no, I don't. I don't. She, she took it off. Obviously, it's a sign of disrespect towards the country and this and that, whatever. But she's a competitor to the heat of the moment. Um, and good on her for further apologizing for it. I don't think she really needed to, but she did. So good on her. Yeah, you know what? I don't think she needed to either. I have no problem with what she did. I mean... You're angry, you lost. It's not like she threw it in the crowd like that other dude. You know what I mean? She she did what she had to do. I have no problem with that. Uh, Blue Jays, preseason begins. How do you feel? Baseball around the corner. Granderson looks good. <laughs> That's about it. Um, <laughs> nah, it's... It's preseason. We actually just signed that uh, Japanese or Korean guy who's pretty decent guy. Yeah, yeah, he looks pretty good. Um, I don't know. I never usually get... Too hyped about preseason just because well spring training just because it is what it is. It's nothing like yeah, guys yeah. like there's plugs that play alongside the yeah, roster exactly. guys. You so never know what kinda, you're gonna get, yeah. But still you wanna see them. Uh, yeah, I just I hope everybody it. can come back to form. I'm really hoping Aaron Sanchez can come back to form and hopefully win us uh twenty games this year. Yeah, I hope so too. Okay, and then uh this was new news, Jeremiah Addison. Yeah, good for reassigned to yeah, Laval. So back. hopefully he could uh, mix in, get into a couple games. That would be nice. Yeah, we shall see. Um, uh, yeah, it sucks that poor guy. He he uh, hurt his yeah. shoulder, right? Yes, yeah, hurt his shoulder. Um, so it's good that I guess I mean it's good for him that he's back in Laval. Hopefully he can uh, do a little something there. Uh, show him. Hopefully his shoulder works out and it's all healed up, and he can. Hopefully, uh, end off the the rest of the season on a good note. Yeah, that's what I hope. Who knows? Maybe if he plays good enough, maybe you think he sees a little. Uh, sp- no, <laughs> I don't. It's too much. That's of, a little I, too I much to ask of him, right? Guy's shoulder just got healed, and he's gonna go in the NHL with big boys. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I no. think yeah, yeah, that's a little uh, too optimistic. Okay, uh, let's get into the show. The youth movement in Montreal. Noah Jolson and the young guys getting an opportunity to shine. How do you feel? Uh, I like it. I like <laughs> it a lot. <laughs> um, Noah Jolson looked really good against, uh, he made his debut in, against uh, New York on Thursday. Um, he looked good. He was a plus two. And then in Tampa, which is a top team, he looked really good, logged 20 plus minutes. Um, and I never noticed how big he was until I saw him during like a, like a, a stoppage in play and he looked pretty big compared to the guys around him and around. Yeah, no, Price. he's a big boy. He's definitely a big um, boy. I wasn't sold on him, honestly. And I thought he was going to be okay coming, uh, coming up, but I really liked what I saw from him. Uh, now one of the positives about having a crappy season is post trade deadline when the rosters open up and you have young guys in. And then seeing what they're capable of. So you have guys like Mete, Jolson, Lindgren, Sherback. They're all going to get a, a good crack at the at lineup. At least we hope, anyway. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the plan, right? Um, so they're going to get a good opportunity to showcase themselves for next season to perhaps crack the lineup next season. 
and um, hopefully give Mark Bergevin or whoever else is the GM at uh, next season some better options to trade the older guys on the team. And I, I, I'm, I'm a true believer that next season, Sherback's going to be a full-time hat. Yeah. You heard it here first. Yeah, you know, uh, I agree. Noah Jolson, he looked uh, steady out there. That's what I, that's what I noticed about him, steady. Uh, the first game I noticed him a little more. I thought he, he created a little more offensively. But then again, that was kind of like an AHL Yeah, New York roster. was terrible. Yeah, it was terrible. But then on Saturday against Tampa, I barely noticed him out there. He played 20 minutes. But, I mean, for a rookie, that's good. That's a good sign, right? I felt yeah. like he was a real steady Eddie. Not too flashy, right? He, had, he has a decent shot. He can be physical if needed. I, he, I feel like he's big enough for that. Um, but I feel like, yeah, he had a solid game. He didn't do too much. He didn't try too much. He just he, he played solid, played 20 minutes, looked, you know, really good out there. Um, and like you said, it, I'm excited to see him play more. And my true wish is that he finishes the season with the Habs, the full season. I think he will. Right? Soak in the experience. Use it as, a, as motivation to next year. I really see this guy being part of the future. Um, and now with Moro gone, right, yeah. I, expled, I expect uh, Claude to take off the leash, right, and let the young guys l- just let loose. All right? And another guy, too, Sherback, like you mentioned, he's yeah. getting called up again. Uh, I think it's, it's time to look hard at the future. Find the chemistry with your future parts. The deadline is past now. There's no excuses anymore. You're not showcasing anybody. You know what I mean? This is your guys. Figure out who is going to be on this team. Find a way to get these guys playing good hockey again. Yeah. So It, it feels good to, like, I feel like we're in that, we're turning the page from when we used to always talk about how guys like Sherbeck are never getting a fair shot because the depth and, like, the older guys in the lineup are just taking up spots. So now we're at that stage where, we yeah. have guys like Sherback and everybody able to come in, so I'm really excited about We're that. We're a now. really, really young team, yeah. so it's good for us to finally be there. Even though we, like, you know, it sucks <laughs> that we suck this year, but at the same time, it had to come eventually. At least it's good to see that guys like Jolson and Sherback don't look like busts. No, where a lot of those young, promising guys really did bust, like <laughs> Bellio and Tenortis and yeah. Louis LeBlanc. Oh my goodness! <laughs> you know, so. Yeah, I think it's a good thing. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so here it is, the trade deadline. Yeah. We all been waiting for. I swear, it feels like, it doesn't even feel like it real. Because we <laughs> literally could have hung out maybe the last, like if I called you over at 2.30, that would have probably been perfect ample yeah. time to hang out. Cause I wasted a good sleeping. That was brutal. Yeah, um, but whatever, it is what it is. So breaking it down, we gave up, and I'm not saying just today. I'm going to go one trade back, so let's include Yerabek in there. Yeah. So Yerabek, Moro, Plakanich, a 2019 fifth, and Kyle Bond. Yeah. Okay, and then we received 2019 fifth. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, hold on, sorry. <clears throat> Did we? Yeah, 2019 fifth, right? Yeah, yeah we got that uh, okay. in the... Um, okay, so a 2019 fifth, a 2018 fourth, a 2018 second, Renat Valiev, yeah. left-handed defenseman, Kirby Reichel, <laughs> winger, uh, Mike Riley, another left-handed defenseman. So with all those acquisitions, rate MB's deadline. Um, overall, I think... I think Bergevin could have done better. Um, 
He could have gotten rid of guys like Ben Schlemko. But at the end of the day, maybe the, there was nothing there for them. Yeah, you have to, at the end of the day, yeah, I know you want to get rid of guys, but also you need somebody willing to buy. I don't yeah. think you need... Now, I was surprised that he was able to get rid of Moro. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I really like what we got from Plecky for Plecanic. Um, we got, I honestly thought it was just going to be a straight up pick for Placanic. I thought it was going to be a second or a third. We ended up getting a second plus Renault, uh, Renat, whatever his name is. We'll find out once he's Valiev, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Valiev. Who, who I think we is got, a project. He's, he's, yeah. From um, what I've Bob heard, Mack, he's not too bad. Bob Mack said that he was basically a guy that got lost in the D depth in the Leafs. Um, we got Kirby Reichel, who's a guy that never has panned out. So overall, I think. Bergervan gets for me. He gets a a B minus. He okay. did for what we gave up and what we received. I think we received a lot more than what we gave up, which is good. Yeah. I think we could have given up, or we could have given up more and acquired more. But I'm sure the the market wasn't there. Like we didn't trade patches. Patches was supposed to be the guy that was supposed to be traded. But I saw a lot of people saying, "Oh, I'm so disappointed. We didn't trade patches. We didn't do this. We didn't do that." But at the end of the day. Why are you going to trade yeah. probably your highest your highest valued guy right now? Why are you going to trade him just to trade him? You got to wait sense. wait until the deadline. Wait until we until draft. Get maximum value for maximum. For maximum. That's my. I, I think that's what. <laughs> yeah. We no, do. I agree. And you know, I said the last show. I said if we got three or four picks and a couple prospects, I would have been happy. Yeah. Okay. And we got three picks and three prospects. Two of those being left-handed defensemen with some potential. Mm-hmm. Right, I gotta consider it somewhat of a successful deadline for him, right? I'm sure that he tried to make some bigger deals, yeah. Right, but like you just said, the value is not going to be as big right now. The bigger deals will come later when s- people's seasons are over. People will be willing to give up more prospects, or big. They'll be willing to make bigger trades. They don't want to give up big assets right now because they might need them. Yeah, they're trying to make a playoff exactly. push, right? So. I mean, at the end of the day, I feel like it's tough to make big trades. I get it. So I'm going to give Mark Bergevin a C plus. I think a C plus okay, is so fair. Yeah, we're hovering I'm not upset. Area. I'm not upset with him. If To tell you the truth, I think that that last Moro trade kind of saved it a bit. Then also yeah. he, go, he went and got this Mike Riley guy who I'm sure they scouted. He's a left-handed defenseman. They definitely needed to, to fill the cupboards when it comes to left-handed defensemen. Yeah. So I feel like with three picks and three prospects, I, I feel like it's a somewhat of a success. I'll give him the C+. Plus. I think a, a, you know, a good C+, plus, he did all right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, besides that, I mean, now he's still got a huge task on his hands. He's got to see what he can do. It's the draft. draft. The draft is huge now. And, and we've, we've got it's nice to get over the first burden, and I don't think he did too poorly. No, he, he didn't he go did, crazy. He did okay. He could have done better, right? He could have. And, and then also, I'll bring up those stats one second. So we have, because he, he did acquire the f- uh, fourth-round pick today. Yeah. Okay. Now, receiving that fourth-round pick from Winnipeg for Morrow, it means now we have 10 picks mm-hmm. in the 2018 draft. Eight are guaranteed, two are conditional. So one of them is going to come if L.A. makes the playoffs. For the Tory Mitchell deal. Yes. And then the other one will come, I believe, 
Al Montoya has to play another. I'm not. I forget the exact stats. I think thirty yeah. minutes. Thirty of minutes. Hockey. Yeah. Thirty minutes of hockey. Yeah. Like more. Thirty minutes more. Yeah. Okay. So I think it's like. So it was like a minutes thing, not a games played. I, no, because he did come in in relief or oh, something like okay. that. So, so it has I to think be it's thirty minutes. Yeah. Has to be the equivalent. I think it was like ten games. No. Yeah. So he has a couple relief games. So I think that he needs thirty more minutes. So he needs to play. If he comes in with one full start, then that's it. Yeah. Right? So I'm pretty sure that one's coming our way. And then L.A. has to make the playoffs. You got another one. So that's pretty good. I yeah. mean, we have some draft picks to play with. So, yeah, you can't be too mad at it. I'm happy with it. Hopefully, I mean, if one of these guys, Riley, Reichel, or Valiev, can turn into a roster player, then that's even better. Yeah. And that's the goal. I think that you have two defensemen who are projects, and it's their job to develop them properly, and hopefully one of them can make the squad. And Placanics and uh, Bergevin didn't rule out uh, a rekindled. Uh, That's true. I felt like that them. ended well. I think that it seems like they did have some communication. Yeah. And I'd love to see Placanic back. And yeah, I agree with you. That trade there, I thought was great. It was. I a was really expecting good trade. just a one pick, but you can get two prospects and a pick out of it. I thought that was a great trade. And you know, it wasn't. It wasn't a bad. It wasn't a bad trade for the Leafs either, though. It's not like it hey, was. They it get was, a it was good, a good shutdown trade. centerman. Yeah, they get a great shutdown centerman, third, fourth line centerman. And he's going to sabotage the Leafs for yeah. us. So yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we sent him. Uh, we sent him a DM. Tell him break a couple shins yeah, on yeah, the yeah. team. Now he's going to play well up until the playoffs. Then the playoffs is just that's it. Giving the puck away. He's going <laughs> to. He might even score an own goal eventually. Oh no! <laughs> Plucky clapper on Anderson. Then we got the spies in there. Jesus. Uh, but yeah, I think I thought it was a good trade. I mean, I, I mean, in a perfect world, I wish it wasn't the Leafs. I would much rather have it a different team. You yeah. never want to see your players go to anybody in the division, really. Yeah. But, but it is what it is. If they were the only couple, ones, yeah. If, like the, if they were the ones willing to pay, then it is what it is. Exactly. We'll live with it. Pro sports. Okay. So. Moving on now, it was a great day. We chilled. Yeah. We ate. Mm-hmm. We drank. I'm still drinking. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Gatorade, of course. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you guys are, I'm sure you guys have seen some of our videos. Today, uh, Gibby is sporting a mustache. So my, do you have the answers? I got a bad feeling about this. Is, since you're sporting the mustache... Which of these men wore the duster the best? All right. Well, I'm just going out to say that um, I lost a bet, so that's why I have this. <laughs> uh, I, I was. I've that's been, not his regular style. No, I've been growing a beard for quite some time. It was a decent looking beard, actually. It got to a decent looking beard. Um, so yeah, I lost a bet at work. It, it is what it is. Um, so that's not his everyday style. But anyway, a. Lanny McDonald. Okay. B, Hulk Hogan. The blonde yeah. Hulkster. What a beauty. C, Salvatore Dali. <laughs> that looks more like yours than no. in <laughs> Curly. I had and, to Google that. That looked D, terrible. And D, Paul McClain. Um, all of them have good dusters going, but... I don't know, man. I, I I had to Google all of them and just decide because I was like, oh, I don't know. Like none of them you really had to double stood check, out. Take a yeah, look I had at to it. double check. None of them really stood out. I didn't even know Salvatore Dali. I didn't. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> you never heard of Salvatore no. Dali? I had to Google him. I was like, what the hell kind of stash? He's got is a that? classic. So one. it's it's pretty terrible. But um, I went with Lanny McDonald. Had the best stash. 
I mean, none of them compared to my compared to mine. Okay, I uh, I think mine looks phenomenal. Um, I mean, it's kind of weird though. I went uh, I went to an elementary school uh, during recess yesterday, right? And teachers, for some reason, they <laughs> yeah. called the police on me. Children ran away screaming. He can't even walk in his dog in the street. I don't know, man. People in Milton are weird. Like, I'm a <laughs> great citizen cops, of Milton. and Cops followed him home. Yeah, it was Excuse crazy. Excuse me, sir. What are you doing around the... I'm just walking my dog. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, I went with uh, Landon McDonald. He had the best uh, duster going. All right, all right. Fair choice, fair choice. It was either it was either Lanny or uh, Hulk Hogan, but the Hulkster, he's got a classic. He's yeah, got a he, classic. Yeah. Paul McLean, you know, not bad. The Walrus? Yeah, the Walrus. <laughs> <laughs> the Walrus. Uh, all right. Cool. So now you know what time it is, Gibby. It's time for tweets of the week. What you got? So, I was uh I was searching up Ronda Rousey because, uh, as we spoke about earlier, uh, she appeared on WWE last night and to sign her contract. So I came across a tweet saying, in like a thread, Billy Gunn has never been put through a table by Ronda. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> so I clicked it. Um, the, it's an account called Billy Gunn Facts. So it's basically stupid facts, like a bunch of stuff that it, that's said. Like, obviously, the uh, Billy Gunn's never been put Put through a table. It's just all Billy Gunn. So I, I came off. I came across one that kind of made me laugh. I don't. I, you probably won't find this as funny as I do, just because like I was like I guess I was kind of tired still. So I came across it and I was like, Haha, that's pretty funny. So <laughs> it was uh, by the Billy Gunn Facts uh, Twitter. Um, Billy Gunn was the inspiration for the 1998 hit song "That Boy Is Mine" by Brandy and Monica. <laughs> 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 so. I don't know why I like that oh, tweet, so man. I ended up using that one. Some of these parody accounts are just come up with some hilarious stuff. Yeah. Uh, the one I used was, uh, I guess somebody was listening to TSN 690. This guy's name is like NHL, NHL Watch, Prospects Watcher or whatever. Yeah. And uh, he said that McGuire, P, uh, Pierre McGuire says that Josh Bailey is very good friends with John Tavares. And he says that Bailey's extension suggests that Tavares will re-sign. Yeah, I saw right? that. And then one guy commented and said, did he also refer to him as Jonathan and say he's a great human being <laughs> and say he has a ton of respect for him and mention, <laughs> and mention which preschool he attended? <laughs> <laughs> and hashtag broken record. Hashtag P, P. McGoober at TSN 690. <laughs> so I found that hilarious because it's so true. Pierre Maguire always refers to people as like a, a wonderful human being. I have so much respect for them. And yeah. then he'll come up with this like crazy stat. <laughs> like like what preschool he attended. His parents are welders and you know, his parents are welders. Great hard working welders. And like <laughs> he always is pulling out some crazy stats. So I thought that was hilarious. Guys a plug. Speaking of plugs, we're going to take a break. Be right back. Want the latest Habs news with game previews, reviews, and highlights? How about full coverage of development camps and special events? Looking to follow the Laval Rocket or the Brampton Beast more closely this season? Perhaps you'd like to learn more about team prospects. Would you like a place to socialize with hockey fans all over the world? We've got what you're looking for at allhabs.net. 
the place where you'll find everything you need to be the most informed and connected Habs fan around. Allhabs.net. Here they come, the boys in the bright white sports car, waving their arms in the air. Who do they think they are? And where did they get that car? And we're back. Hey. Back at it again. What's up? All right, so quick thoughts. I was thinking about it. And watching Thomas Plakanich, yeah. uh, I seen a video today of him talking to Mike Babcock. It's no goatee, just such a heartbreaking video. It hurt my heart. Yeah, apparently uh, when he got traded, he got a bunch of texts saying, "But you got <laughs> <shave laughs> to right, yeah, come here." That's true. Uh, I heard about that. So I'm thinking, how do you feel about the clean shaven rule? In uh, certain sports franchises, does it bother you? Um, I wouldn't say it bothers me. Um, I think it's just more so a business thing. The owner wants the team to look professional. At the end of the day, it's a business. The owner wants to reflect professionalism, I guess. Not mad about it, but I'm not a fan of it. I don't think it's. I think it should be up to the person to do what they want with yeah. their face. But uh, I mean, if it makes the team look professional, I guess go with it. Um, I think one team that should implement it is San Jose. <laughs> Seeing Thornton and Burnsy without yeah. their beards would be hilarious. Uh, yeah, you know, because I look at some people around just sports in general, and I remember yeah. when, uh, what's his name, got traded. Miller? Do you remember Miller from the Yankees? What's his name? He plays for Cleveland, the, the closer. Um, Andrew, Andrew Miller. Miller. So Andrew Miller. When he got traded from the Yankees, the first thing he did, like, grew a huge beard. Yeah. I find, like, people, like, are dying to grow that beard yeah. as soon as they get out. I would hate it because I look like a child without a beard. Mm -hmm. It would suck. So, I don't know. I think that's a little old school, but it is what it is. Yeah. Do you remember when Johnny Damon had to shave his? When he got he went to the Yankees? I think so, yeah, yeah. Oh man, he looked he looked like G he went from Jesus to like a baby <laughs> newborn. <laughs> I know, that's the crazy thing, right? But whatever. I'm, I think it's a little too old school for me. Yeah, it is. I wouldn't implement that thing, but it's fine. Now, oh, and actually for the record, Placanish doesn't look as bad as I thought he would. Nah, he's not a bad-looking yeah, 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 guy, yeah. man. I he's thought he was going to look He's weird. got a strong jaw. He's got a strong jaw. He's good. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> now, another Quick thought. Do you think the NHL should freeze trades one week before the deadline for the fans and the media? No. <laughs> Just freeze it and no. have everything come down to that one day. No, you can't do that. But how good would it be for it us? It would be good for us, of course. And today would have been a way better day because guys like Nash and such would have been traded They can today. make a money grab out of it, though. How? Well, I mean, kickbacks from the you know media, all this coverage from all around, the you know? Yeah, I mean... Everyone's paying attention to the NHL. Yeah, but you can't do that. Yeah, I know. It's just a thought. It's just a thought. That's why it's called quick thoughts. Yeah, I don't know. It would I, be beauty, I, though. It would. No, of course it would be beauty, but I don't think from an NHL standpoint they should do it. But uh, whatever. It is what it is, right? Yeah. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, boys, boys and, girls. and girls, it's time for... Everybody has a plan until they get punched in the face. How do you get? Da -da 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 -da. Mr. Gibbons, 
Yes, Mr. Lewis. Who are you punching in the face this week? Today, it pains me to say that uh, I, I'm not punching him hard, but I'm kind of <laughs> going to punch him to kind of wake him up a little bit. Give him a little, just rattle his cage a bit, sure. make sure he wakes up, because uh, draft, uh, draft day's coming up. So today, I'm punching Mark Bergevin Ooh. in the face. He had an opportunity to trade guys like Jordy Ben, Andrew Shaw, a lot of guys that uh, we could have uh, acquired ample amounts of picks for. Uh, they weren't acquired. I mean, we acquired some. It wasn't to my liking, though. I mean, sure, we got a good deal for Plecky. But uh, he missed out on what was going to be a plethora of picks, and he failed to do that. Yeah. So for that, Mr. Bergevin, here's a wake-up punch to you. Whoopsh! Whoopsh! Hadouken! I don't think the Hadouken was good. He, now he's dead. <laughs> he's done. Now he's done. Now he's not capable of doing no, anything. Can't do his job We must now. replace him. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so me, I'm going to punch the people involved behind organizing that going away party for Max Pacioretty at that pub. Sickening. Those people deserve a lot of bad things. A lot of bad things that they <laughs> wish and and wish and and wish. <laughs> now, listen, they deserve a lot of bad things. I mean, and it's not just the people at the bar. It's the people who designed that flyer. It, terrible, man. And chose those pictures. I mean, pictures of Max Pacioretty unconscious. With the char thing. Oh, my God. That's this is, terrible, This man. is scum. Scum of the earth would do this. I mean, you do not treat people like that. This is the captain of your hockey team, a stand-up guy who gives back to the community, whose career could have been over, but fought back to play for this team. You know, these people better pray to God and hope that something never, ever happens to them like that. Or their family. Yeah. Okay? I hope that nobody goes to that bar ever again. I hope cockroaches and rodents infest that place. I hope sales drop so bad that they are evicted. <laughs> okay? Okay. This is embarrassing stuff. You guys should just look yourself in the face and smash it. Punch it. <laughs> with it. Right in the chin. Yeah. Punch yourself in the chin. Yeah, what he said. <laughs> embarrassing. All right? So for that... And a clothesline from hell. Yeah, like, it's just terrible. That's brutal, man. Anyway, let's get into the second set of topics. Trades around the league. Trades, trades, trades. So let's just uh, break down uh, trade day. Yeah, it was... Um, just give... Uh, let's do the trades here, and uh, we'll give it a little quick uh, quick grade. See a uh, small winner. Does that do do that? Okay. Now, here we go. We'll start at... I think we should start with... You want to start from the bottom? I'm not going to go too far back, but I'll start with today. Let's start yeah, with... Yeah, that's today. what I mean. First trade of the day. Ian Cole. Mm-hmm. To Ottawa. I mean, sorry, from Ottawa... <laughs> Okay, to Columbus uh, for forward Nick Mutri and a 2023rd round pick. Uh, it's not bad. <laughs> I think it's I don't good, know. For, good not, for Columbus, I'm a good de- depth defenseman. Yeah, I'm not, and I'm not too big on who that Mutri kid is. But uh, Ian Cole, is he's a depth guy, and you got a third for him. So good, good for both. I would try and get 
a, a pick, I would be happier with a closer pick, you know, 2023 rounder. Yeah. Um, but I guess that that's but realistically what, Ottawa's going to. I guess Ian Cole was really worth only a pick, probably. So they yeah. ended up scooping up the the prospect. So okay, I think that whatever Ottawa, the purpose is Ottawa wants to hold on to some assets and. Uh, uh, Columbus wants a depth defenseman, so, yeah, so not bad. Good trade for both. Uh, Nashville, Ryan Hartman, and a fifth for a first-round pick. Victor Edgesell and a fourth-round pick. Man. Okay, Ryan Hartman, he's a young player. He's RFA next uh, upcoming. He's supposed to get a pay increase, but we like to give up a first for him. Like, That's I, a little I, steep. I think it was a bit steep. Um, it was a good deal for Nashville, but... In requiring Hartman, but I think they gave up a little bit too much for him. I yeah. think, uh, but they're going for it. So yeah, of course they need going the depth guy. It. I mean, I don't think that this is the guy no. who's going to take him over the no, top. No, 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 He's no. A decent young player, Andrew Shaw, like I guess. Yeah, a little bit, but I don't know. I thought it was a little steep, but um, I mean, it's a good deal. Blackhawks get picks for uh, Hartman. Obviously, they were handcuffed at the. Like, they've been handcuffed for years at the yeah. cap space. So they had to get rid of him. Um, came at a steep price for Nashville. So Yeah. Good deal I think it, I think it's good for Nashville. I mean, in the position they're in, they're, they got so much. They're so deep. They're just like, let's try and add what we can and let's go for it. So yeah. we'll see how it pans out. Um, and then also, I mean... He doesn't have a contract. It's not like they're taking on a terrible contract. They can decide if he doesn't perform, then they don't have to resign him. Yeah. And they still got a fifth round pick out of it. So, so we'll see how that all works out. Next deal is Paul Stasny. Yep. For is traded to the Jets for a conditional first, a conditional fourth in two thousand nineteen. Or sorry. First is in 2018. Conditional fourth is in 2020. And then prospect Eric Foley. Yeah. The Blues also retain 50% of Statsny's uh, Weird trade, salary. I think, from St. Louis's part. I don't get it on their part. Yeah. I don't really understand why they made this trade. <sighs> Good trade for Winnipeg, in my opinion. Yeah, it is. I When they when they first made the deal, um, I thought it was to clear up space for a potential bigger player to bring in. But... um. Yeah, I guess they were sellers. I don't think yeah, they. Yeah, it's weird. I don't I, think they think they're gonna go to the playoffs or something. I don't yeah, know. I, I don't know what exactly happened. might be the issue. I don't know. Braden but, Shen wasn't happy. Yeah, no, it was weird. It was a weird trade. So uh, for me, I think it's a good, really good on Winnipeg. Yeah, very good on Winnipeg. Um, this one is Philip Holm for uh, Lipsick. I mean. Yeah, I just guess. a little minor yeah, deal. Yeah. So we won't touch on that too much. Uh, same with this next one, Ryan Kuja. <laughs> Kuja Winsky yeah. for Jordan Maletta, minor league. Carter Camper. So, yeah. uh, Chris Wagner for, for Jason, Jason Chimera. Yeah. Again, nothing huge. Now, this one is like interesting. This one. Now, I like this one a lot, man. Now, okay, listen. Evander Kane, I think, is going to be great for this, the Sharks. I think it's a good fit. But I still don't know why Buffalo didn't guarantee a first-round pick. Yeah. They, I they, don't get they, it. They, they screwed up there. Um. So it's Evander Kane gets traded from Sabres to Sharks. And the Sabres get a conditional first in 2019, a conditional fourth in 2019, and Daniel O'Regan. So the first round pick in 2019 becomes a second if 
the if Kane hits free agency. Mm-hmm. Um, the fourth round pick can be pushed to 2020 and will then become a third. Right. So, really good deal for the Sharks, in my opinion. Yeah, I think so, too. You're essentially, for a re- if, if they don't re-sign him for a rental player, you're giving up potentially a second and a third for him, plus a low-end prospect from what I was I looking at. I think it's a at. terrible deal for Buffalo. Buffalo man. missed. Yeah, missed this huge is a terrible there. deal. I don't know what the hell they were thinking here. Buffalo is being Buffalo. Yeah, that's Buffalo going to Buffalo. Yeah. All right, so Thomas Vanek to the Jackets for Jokinen and Mott, I think is a good move. Good move. Good score, good yep. adding some depth, so good for Columbus. I mean, I don't see what the – I don't know <laughs> what they were thinking in Vancouver, but whatever it is, what it is. They got something. I yeah. think picks would have been better. Yeah. Jokinen is pretty much done. He's like on his like 17th team this year. Yeah. I don't know too much about this Mott guy. Yeah, I'm not too sure either. And then now moving into Thomas Tatar. Wow, steep price for Thomas Tatar. I saw that deal. And, okay, first of all, the Golden Knights receive him from the Red Wings for a first in 2018, 2019 second, and a 2021 third. It's a lot. It's a lot for a top nine. He's not exactly a top six guy in my eyes. Um, You're giving up a first, second, and third. I mean, I get it. Vegas has a lot of picks. But um, I think you could have – I think they pay, overpaid a bit. But Thomas – don't get me wrong. Thomas Vistar is good. I think Vegas missed it, though. They – Yeah. They sh- if they were really – if they really were convinced that they were going to make a push for the for the cup, they should have gone a little uh, little better there. Yeah, but Thomas Tartar Sauce, I mean, <laughs> listen, he's all right. He's a pretty good player. I don't know. I think it's a steep price. Maybe he's a stud. Maybe they know something that we don't know. He's not a bad player. No, he's not at all. But – I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a first, second, and third, but in different years. So yeah, they expect to be competitive for a lot of years. So we'll see. Uh, and here it is, the big boy trade: J T. Miller and McDonough for Nemestikov, first rounder, a conditional second rounder, Brett Howden and Libor Hedjik. Man, Iserman is a god. Okay. He gets a top D-man and JT Miller, who isn't a bad player either. Um, they gave up a first, a conditional first, Nemesnikov. There are two prospects, Libor Hajek and Brett Howden. The condition pick be, remains a first if Tampa wins the cup in the next year or two. Yeah. So the reason why I'm saying they hit home, it's a good trade for, uh, for the Rangers. I like apparently those pro- those two prospects that uh, were traded. They are mm-hmm. supposed to be really good, but not having to give up Sergachev, Point, or Cal Foot. That's that's huge. Yeah, you no, s- I agree. That's with huge. You. So good on Iserman. Good deal for Rangers as well. But I'm gonna have to give the edge to Tampa. Hey, JT Miller's not a bad player. Not 20, at all. 20 goal scorer. No man, he's right? not bad at all. I think he's he- on pace for 20 again. He scored 22 the first. Uh, the two previous years before yeah. that. I mean, the guy's a pretty good player. I mean, I think this is a steal. I truly think it's a steal for uh, for Tampa Bay here. <laughs> wow. It's, it's, I wouldn't say, okay, I wouldn't say it's a steal. I know they gave up a pretty, they didn't want to give up a big piece. They had to give up Nemestikov. But, I mean, if there's anybody that you would want to give up, I think it's Nemestikov out of everybody. All the roster players. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's a steal because they still did get a good output. 
But I feel that Tampa did a really good job not giving up their top three big names. You know, I think they New York, I think they ho- should hope that Tampa wins the cup. Yeah, because then, then it's they get two, two first, first. That's really good. That's, then it makes it better. But, yeah, they still get a couple of decent prospects, a good roster player, a first-round pick in this year's draft. It's not that bad, but I just feel like JT Miller is a pretty good player. Yeah. I think they could have gave something less, maybe McDonough and something else. Yeah. But I guess it was getting the crunch time, and they had to do what they had to do. So I thought they got a little bit fleeced on the deal, but, hey, who knows? Maybe it works out for both teams. It's it's good for Tampa now for the push the, for the cup, but it's also good for the Rangers in the future with yeah. everything. So okay, so Josh that. Joris, Greg Greg McKegg, Dusty trade. Nobody cares about that. <laughs> you what do you mean? You were talking about Joris the whole time. I was like, dude, stop talking about that trade. I don't care. <laughs> no, I was joking. Uh, okay, Joe Morrow to the peg for a fourth round pick. Huge. Good trade. Good trade. Good it depth is. trade for uh, Bergie. Uh, who knows? Maybe Jor Morrow uh, turns into a stud in the pegger. Yeah, uh, right. Nick Shore traded for a seventh round pick. Yeah, is what it is. Uh, Mike Riley for yes. a 2019 fifth round pick. So I guess we were scouting Minnesota a bit. Maybe they seen something in this kid, left-handed defenseman. Good pickup. I w- any, any as many left-handed <laughs> defensemen as we can get. I think we're gonna take them right now. Uh, this is not bad. Patrick Maroon for Jersey. I think this is a good ad. It's a good deal. Yeah, it's a good ad for Jersey. You got Maroon, and uh, they had to only give up a prospect and a third-round pick. Yeah, I think it's a great trade for them. Mm-hmm. I like the deal. Yeah, me too. I think uh, Maroon is gonna give them uh, some grit, give them some uh, skill. <laughs> I mean, not skill, but like power, power yeah, forward yeah, yeah. on the wing. He, he can still score with. No, he's uh, not bad. He's, he's not. A goal. He's a, yeah. He can score, but he 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 can uh, he adds the dynamic. I of like this. I think New Jersey is really trying to. They want to get a good push here, so I think that they made a couple good moves to help them here. Yeah. Um, and Boston and Chicago. Boston gets Tommy Wingles for a conditional fifth round pick, just a depth signing. Yeah, trade. Yeah. Yeah. So. And that's pretty much it for the day. See what we had to deal with, guys. Um, now, based on all of that, yeah, who are your winners and losers of deadline day? I think the winners of trade deadline day are Tampa with acquiring McDonough, JT Miller, and not having to give up point Sergachev or foot. Thought it was a really good deal for them. I uh, I really like the deal the Jets made acquiring Stasny for a conditional first and conditional fourth plus prospect Eric Foley. The Jets have a scary top nine. They they really do. Um, I like that Sharks acquired Evander Kane for a conditional first and becomes a second if Kane doesn't resign. Yeah. Um, and then the conditional fourth and Daniel. Or Regan, like we spoke about. So my winners are Tampa Jets Sharks for this trade deadline. But I also I really liked that we were aware that New York was going to rebuild. I liked that New York traded away players and got picks and prospects, which is what they needed to do. They traded away Nash, Miller, McDonough, acquired two firsts this year, and a potential other first should Tampa win the cup. Um, they had a, they got a bunch of different level prospects. So I thought trade deadline for the push for the playoffs for this year, Tampa Jets Sharks 
for future, I thought New York won that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm a little, I'm kind of the same. So I'm saying Tampa for sure. I mean, I think they're yeah. the biggest winners. That's without a doubt. McDonough and Miller only giving up one roster player, keeping their best chips. Uh, they won by a long shot. You can't deny that. Columbus, I think Columbus had a strong day. Adding Vanek, depth defenseman, and uh, Ian Cole. And also they added Latestu. So yeah. I feel like they added some skills, some depth to their lineup. I think it's going to make them a hard out for sure. Not the best. And then I think the Winnipeggers, they had a strong day with uh, quality rental center, Paul Stasny. Uh, and I mean, hey, Joe Morrill, right? Huh? Yeah. Nothing to sneeze at, am I right? Huh? Hey? Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, they were already strong. I didn't think they had to do too many moves, but adding a player like Stasny, uh, it makes them a small winner, but on a team that already didn't have to make too many changes. So they're mm-hmm. my winners for sure. Who are your losers? My losers are uh, St. Louis. I don't get why they made that deal. They're one point out of a wild card. Wild card. The wild card spat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they're, uh, you virtually traded away a player that is quality, still in playoff contention. You're one point back of the wild card. Not sure why you traded him, why you traded away Stasny. It wasn't too big. It wasn't anything like where St. Louis acquired a ample amount for Stasny. They they got a first and whatever. Braden Shen was not happy either. Um, yeah, that's when, right. When asked about the trade, he says it was crazy. He said it's crazy. So he's not very happy about that. Um, another loser I felt was uh, the Leafs. I think the Leafs um, really missed the ball here. Um, I think they aren't going to win the Cup this season with the team that they have. They should have made a deal or two. Um, I think they needed to make a deal for one solid D-man, perhaps a solid D-man and a depth D-man. They could have acquired guys with maybe perhaps training a guy like Bozak, guy like JVR, who are set to become free agents, um, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, virtually, you lose both to the both of them the free agency next season to uh, basically acquire nothing for this playoff push. Um, I don't think it's a good thing for them. Yeah, no, I agree. Who are your losers? Um, similar to you as well. Um, for me, let me see. I think. Oh my God, where where are my losers? Anyway, my losers. What the heck? I had them over here. Uh, excuse me uh, for that. Anyway, one of my losers for sure is the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yeah. Uh, I felt like a lot of teams got better around them, mm-hmm. and they didn't. They stayed pat. They uh, should have added some defense, I thought. I, th- I think they had some trading chips. They're holding on to them too tight. I feel like that's going to be their demise. There's too many strong teams in the division. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, New York Rangers are also a loser for me. I know that you have them as a winner, but they're a loser in my eyes. Yeah. Um, I feel like they didn't get enough in that McDonough deal. Uh, I thought it was a panic deal. I think it, it would have been more valuable to trade McDonough at the draft. Uh, but, I'll t- you know, the Rick Nash was a decent haul. So I, I'm not, like, it's not all around. I think today they lost, but not all overall. I think they did okay. Um, the Leafs, again, they, they added a depth center, but didn't do enough in my eyes. Um, and I think St. Louis, 
was definitely a loser today. I mean, only a few uh, points out of a playoff spot. Didn't uh, get a scorer. I think they needed, a, you know, a winger, a scorer. They didn't get that. Instead, they sell a center when they're just on the outside looking in. Yeah. To me, I, that was a mistake in my eyes. And like you said, you heard Braden Shen. Um, they should have just gave us Robert Thomas and Stasny and for Pacioretty, and I think that would have been a day. A, yeah, that would have been a successful day for sure. But I think they dropped the ball for sure. So those yeah. are my picks. I think, like, and I was talking to a couple of my uh, my Leafs fans, <clears throat> like friends, um, and they were they were they weren't upset that they didn't make a trade, but because they said uh, sometimes it's b- the best deal is not to make a deal at all. But I really, really, really like. Don't get me wrong. The Leafs are really good, and then I think they're on the brink of competing and doing really well and yeah. going deep into playoffs. But I think they are missing that Oliver Ekman Larson type player or that Ryan McDonough type. Yeah, player. no, for and sure. They were actually really in uh, reportedly. Obviously, they were in deep with acquiring McDonough. I don't think, obviously, by the looks of it, Lou Lamorello was willing to part ways with what they were asking for to yeah. acquire. So I think uh I think the Leafs missed the ball even though a lot of people think that uh they shouldn't have made a deal at all. But I think they missed the ball personally. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you 100%. <laughs> so if you have to choose one Stanley Cup favorite from each conference, who is it now that the deadline has passed? Yeah, okay. Um uh from the East, I really like Tampa. Um, obviously with what they did at deadline, they big splash, uh, had everybody on their toes. Um, and it, they, they basically just added to what they already had, which was a very, com- very strong contending team. <clears throat> Only having to give up Nemesnikov on the roster for a guy like, for guys like Miller and McDonough. I thought it was a great job by, uh, I was about to say Bergerman. I wish it was Bergerman, but great job by Iserman. Um, yeah, like you, you essentially you get you trade Nemesnikov for Miller. That's a straight up. Obviously, Nemesnikov has yeah. a bigger upside, whatever. But you essentially traded Miller and McDonough for Nemesnikov for the playoff push. <clears throat> I thought it was great. Yeah. Um, now, out of the West, I really like the chances for the Jets, but having an ex- inexperienced goalie with uh, Connor Hellbuck. Yeah, that might be there. Not convinced that they will compete for the cup, <clears throat> but they will surprise some strong teams. Still going with Nashville. I think Nashville still has. <coughs> excuse me, sorry. I think Nashville has a great chance. They acquired Hartman, who is a great young player. They have probably the best D Corp in the league. Great top nine. And they have Pekarene, who, in my eyes, is one of the greatest goalies in the league right now. So I'm predicting a Nashville versus Tampa Bay Stanley Cup final. I'm taking Tampa Bay in six. Ooh, okay. So, you know, I, I, I'm i pretty much the same as you. Yeah. It's a no-brainer. Tampa is the best team out of this. But Pittsburgh, I think, is a close second. Asking, um, you know, after adding Broussard. Oh, of course. Strong down the middle. Uh, you can't count these guys out. But I think uh, Tampa is my clear-cut favorite to take the finals. But again, man, the Pinguinos... True dynasty, so watch out for them. In the West, Nashville. Can't yeah. bet against these guys. They're dynamic on the back end, deep down the middle, young and veteran talent. Uh, 
I think they're going to the finals this year, and they're going to duke it out. I'm not going to make a prediction. I don't know who's going to win that, but it's going to be tough. Yeah, I just made a prediction on the fly. I actually don't have that in my notes. I just literally just went off the top. Yeah, well, I hope that none of them win. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, so you know what time it is now, Gibbs. Time is it? It's time for Gibby a fact. What you got? All right, Uh, I got two. 2015, more people were killed from injuries caused by taking a selfie than by a shark attack. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Some people put themselves in dangerous situations. Yeah, man. <laughs> Buddy's taking a selfie. He's like on, the, on a cliff and trying to take a selfie. You deserve some claps. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Next one. Uh, this one applies to you seeing as how your girlfriend is of Arab descent. Okay. Arab women can initiate a divorce if their husbands don't pour coffee for them. Wow. So... Well, you better, I, I go to Starbucks and pick up the coffees all the time. Uh, you so better be careful. That's the same thing. Because <laughs> if she asks you to pour coffee for her and you don't, she can initiate a divorce. I'm going to boo that because I don't Come. like that. Okay. <laughs> anyway. uh, that was good. I don't care what you All say. right. Jumping right into it, Gibby. What's on the headlines today? It's time for the news. All right, guys, we got a little, uh, we got a short week here, so I'm kind of dry on the uh, news front. But uh, Carey Price has been placed on the IR and is out indefinitely with a concussion after taking a puck to the head last week. Mm-hmm, sure. <laughs> Hashtag the fix is in. The fix scenes. Um, Patrick Hornquist signs a contract extension with Pittsburgh, which is reportedly worth five years, $26.5 million. Oh. Pretty good deal. I like Patrick Hornquist. Yeah, he's not bad. Good uh, good fantasy player. I always try to pick him up in my leagues. He's the player of your fantasies. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so it's official. Mike uh, Fisher officially signs a one-year, one-mil contract. Mike with Fisher officially... Sh- Mike Fisher officially <laughs> signs an official <laughs> contract with the Nashville Predators, one-year, one-mil contra- one one contract. Um, <laughs> good on him. Great on him. Good on him. Uh, we, uh, I think they just signed him. They just want Carrie back at. The yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just want her back at the rink. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Chris Kelly signs with the Ducks for the remainder of the season after his quack, Olympic tenure. Quack, 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 quack. Uh, the old man is uh, expected just to sign for the rest of the year. So yeah, good on him. Good for him. Uh, he had a good Olympic. Uh, good for him. Lip, Olympic stint. Okay, so February seventeenth, Demar Derozan tweeted, "This depression got me like." Now, everybody thought that that was a, um, just a, a lyric from a song or whatever, so they didn't pay no mind. But uh, he's, he's actually opened up about his battle with depression. Good so for him. He said, it's one of those things that no matter how indestructible we look like we are, we're all human at the end of the day. Basically opened up about how he copes with it and how he's okay with it and knows people go through it. And he's just coming out to show that Everybody's just human and everybody's the same. Good on him. Yeah. That's the um, thing. Good on him. Okay, scary moment here. Uh, Scott Westgarth, who is an English boxer, has died after his boxing victory. <coughs> he suddenly grew ill after the match backstage and later died in hospital. Wow. Sad, man. Yeah. Um, another thing that I came across and um, quite sad, uh, Jordan Stahl, his... Uh, 
his daughter passed away. Oh, man. His infant daughter passed away. So he's taken a leave of absence, rightfully so. Um, so my condolences to him and his oh, family yes. in this tough time. Condolences from Lewis and Gibby. Yeah. Um, so I didn't set this up very well. I went from a very sad moment to my last news segment. So my apologies on that. But um, Oh, and just for the record, uh, Mark Bergevin said that in his presser, because it's going on, obviously, while we're recording, uh, we're going with speed and character. We're going to build around that. So that's one of the quotes. <laughs> oh, <God>, this guy. <sighs> oh, man. Well, thank you for breaking the ice for my news, <laughs> my news now. So Tupac, he's alive, guys. He's alive and well. He's doing good for himself. Um, a conspiracy theory has popped up after a man has claimed he saw Tupac, Tupac, <laughs> alive and well in Somalia. He said he was driving by and saw Tupac and says he is living a life of luxury. He claims he was driving along, along with a longtime friend and founder of hip-hop group The Outlaws, Yaki Gaddafi, where Gaddafi gave the man a weird hand gesture while driving by. My guess, it, my guess was it was the middle finger to the man screaming, look, it's Tupac and Gaddafi, <laughs> for mistaking them for the two dead celebrities. Oh, my God. So, uh, yeah, that guy's on some heavy drugs. Yeah. And that's it for the news. I heard they have good mushrooms in Somalia. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Thanks for the news. Now, it's time for everybody's favorite segment. It's real life. <laughs> All right, I want to know, since today was trade deadline day, what is the best trade you ever made? Like, personally, could be Pokemon cards, clothing, anything. What's the best trade you ever made? Best trade I've ever made? Um, had to have been when I was younger. I traded. So I had this kid on my street that had uh, uh, two Charizards, mm. okay? So, do you remember the fake Pokemon cards, how they had, like, a purple tint? Yes, I remember those. So, I traded for his Charizard, and I gave him my fake Blastoise. <laughs> and, obviously, I called no tradebacks, right? <laughs> so, yeah, I ended up uh, making that trade, and to this day, I still, that's my claim to fame. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, it wasn't a good time once he found out that it was a fake Blastoise, but I told the mom, listen, we called no tradebacks, so too bad. <laughs> And that's it. Uh, so me, I can't. Th- I couldn't think of one that I made, but I remember my dad. Oh uh, man, <laughs> he had an old truck <laughs> that he once traded to a farmer uh, for a case of beer and a rabbit. <laughs> that is like that he is literally a quality tra- trade. You know, this thing was on its last legs. Don't get me wrong, but he traded it a truck for a case of beer and a rabbit. That is That's probably quality. the best trade that I've ever sign been him, a part of. Montreal, sign him <laughs> as the side hand of Mark Bergeron. <laughs> the side <laughs> hand. I, I couldn't wow. think of the. I couldn't think of the word. Whatever. All right. You know what time it is uh, now, Gibby. You, you don't want to listen. Oh, to that's me. right. I forgot. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. 
Been drinking. Okay, so with the special uh, trade deadline edition of Have a Listen, I went trade-related as well. Ooh. Kind of. So you go to a friend's house, and you are at a dinner, and they make dinner. You're not a big fan of the meal. You get a mulligan, though. So if you could swap out that meal for a different meal, what would your go-to meal be? Your number one meal that you just always want. Oh, man, it's tough. There's so many. And for the record, I'm not picky. I eat everything from every ethnicity. Yeah, of course. But there's always, um, everybody always has that one, two that they can just eat for like 19 days straight. You know what? It has to be tacos. You know what? <laughs> I'm, I, I find myself always craving tacos. I think it would be tacos. Tacos? Tacos. I love tacos. Okay. I can eat tacos all the time. All right. Love tacos. It's tacos. Easy. Yeah, okay. Taco. Okay. Mine Quiero taco is, bell. Mine is um, lasagna. That's that's mine. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the lasagna. Lasagna. I like lasagna, so yeah, that's my go-to what? thing. No, I'm, not a, I'm not big on the lasagna. That's my go-to thing. It's very rare that I eat lasagna. But tacos? Mm. You can't go wrong with tacos or Never. lasagna, so it is what it is. Soft or hard. Or hard and soft with some beans in the middle. Yeah. Oh. Boom. <laughs> All right. <laughs> now, you know what time it is, Gibby. What time is it, Lewis? Ooh, weekly sports picks. Weekly sports picks. Weekly sports picks. Sports picks weekly. That's for us. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, you're adding a little. Uh, yeah, every day, I'm, every week, I'm just gonna add. All something. right, good. <laughs> Eventually, it's gonna, be <laughs> <laughs> it's just gonna be like a long segment. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, man, I went one and one. Yeah, not bad. One and one. I chose uh, Vegas to beat Vancouver five three. They won six three. Close. They had to Close. get greedy and score the other goal. And then uh, Anaheim to beat Arizona 4-2. Arizona shut out <laughs> the Ducks 2-0. That's, Ducks that's are struggling kinda, right now. That's the kind of season I'm having right now. Uh, so 17-21-1 for uh, your boy, Lewis. You're below 500, man. I don't oh, even I'm, know if I... I'm quite below. I, I mean, yeah, I don't even know if I can talk to you much uh, anymore. To tell you the truth, it, it, it might be almost out of reach to even get back this season. No, it's, it's pretty good. So... Uh, um, your new picks. Yes. One second, I will tell you. So, <coughs> I'm choosing um, ooh, Toronto and Tampa mm-hmm. on Friday. Okay. And I'm choosing... Oh, sorry. No, that was the, the wrong day. Sorry. <laughs> um, so, on the Friday, the Friday game, I'm choosing New Jersey to beat Carolina. Okay. 4-2. And on the Saturday, I believe it was, yes, Saturday. Hold on. Yeah, so Saturday. Oh, no, Saturday, it is Philly and Tampa. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm choosing Tampa to win 5-1. Holy crap. Beat down. Really? Yeah. And you're, choos- you're choosing New Jersey, right? Yeah. Okay. On all the right. Friday, why you have that game? No, 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 no. It was just uh, New Jersey and down. Carolina. Just right. writing it down. That's all. Okay. All right, boys and girls. Well, uh, I uh, did pretty well for myself, Lewis. Must say, I not something that you can say too often, can you? Uh, <laughs> my record speaks <laughs> otherwise. Uh, I went two zero and one, folks, this week to bring my record to a twenty two sixteen and three record. Um, last week's picks were Minnesota, New Jersey. I chose Minnesota to win 4-2. Guess what? Minnesota won 4-2. Chalk it up for the extra point for the kid. 
Uh, Winnipeg versus Dallas. I chose Winnipeg to win 3-2. Winnipeg ended up winning 5-3. So, my new picks um, went a little wild on one of them. No, I didn't choose Minnesota. That would have been pretty <laughs> clever. Hey! Um, but uh, St. Louis, Detroit. I chose St. Louis 4-1. Chicago, LA. Taking Chicago 3-2. Chalk it up. Here we go. Ryan Hartman got traded. Whole new ball game with the Chicago Blackhawks, <laughs> folks. Here Get we go. Get him out of town. He was a bad apple. They're turning it around. All right. Well, uh, just got an update. Ryan McDonough is supposed to be making his debut in five to seven days because of his injury. So, yeah, that just popped up on my feet. Cool. And Mark Bergevin, I mean, if you haven't heard the presser, just listen to the one last season. Probably the exact same thing. So, yeah. Uh... Anyway, don't forget, catch up on the Habs360 podcast that is out from the press box. Should be out tomorrow. Uh, also, Habs Unfiltered, I'm sure, will be having a uh, one coming up soon. So just keep an eye out. Visit www.allhabs.net for all our amazing content. And we'll be back next week at our regular programming, which is Wednesday. And it'll be out to you by Wednesday evening. Hope you all enjoyed our segment else for you trade say, deadline. Yes. No, uh, go team, go, go Habs, go. Fail and drink, for, drink fail responsibly. For yeah, so hope you enjoyed our uh, trade deadline uh, special. See y'all later. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>